Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. I'm your host Ashwin. I'm joined by DJ. DJ, how you doing, man? We're on a new software platform, so hopefully everything works okay uh, on the YouTube live stream and for the podcast. Hopefully, if you're listening, this is all good. But how are you doing? I'm really well, man. The IPL has kicked off. Uh, there have already been, what, five games that have been played? So, it, uh, yeah, it's games coming thick and fast. Very exciting. Fantasy cricket season is back as well. So, yeah. Uh, missing Varun. I don't awesome. know where he is, but uh, I'm, I'm sure. He, I think, is out celebrating at the bars, if I'm not mistaken, because the IPL opening weekend has kicked off. If For those of you who listened to our Ultimate IPL preview, he made a prediction. He got a lot of hate. And of course, we're only one match into a very, very, very long tournament. So it's far too early to say anything. But gosh, it seems like a lot of the haters that he had, that uh, the naysayers to Varun, uh, have been proven wrong. But we will jump right into that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, hey, go back and listen to the episode. And, and read, read the comments. comments. Yeah. DJ, let me start by saying, I think when you get YouTube comments that just attack, I think you've been attacked for, I don't know which claim you made. That Sky should got be attacked. kept in the ODI team. You got attacked about Sky. Oh, that was that was earlier. Then I got attacked about Sanju Samson and what I said. And so far, my prediction looks right. And Varun's been attacked relentlessly by Hyderabad fans. So, of course, I'm talking about Hyderabad, who currently sit at the bottom of the table. Again, one game does not a season make, but it's pretty funny. I got to say, I've been enjoying how much he's enjoying having been Yeah, but I mean, we should clarify. We don't hate any teams. And when we say being attacked, it's like people are giving comments, which everybody's got a view. We love the engagement. We love the engagement. We love you guys. The thing is, man, there are 10 teams, at least eight great teams. And four are going to make the playoffs, regardless of what we say. The math doesn't check out. And we're going to be wrong. That's fine. That's the point and of exactly making predictions. And exactly that. And right? I should say that, listen, if you want very serious cricket ana- analysis with lots of stats, and this is probably the wrong place for you. We come with biases, prejudices. We are your friends sitting in the drawing room talking about cricket. And that's what we do. So if I think that KKR is going to qualify... I'm going to fight tooth and nail for that. And that's just the fun of it, right? Because we will be horrifically wrong more often than not. But that's the point. But if you do want the Bakwaskar Awards, this is the right show for you guys. So, yeah, keep the Absolutely. comments coming in. Honestly, they're good, good fun. Jokes apart, it's all good fun. And it a lot of them are super insightful. So, we do like reading them. Yeah, could not agree more. Right, DJ. It is the end of the opening weekend of the IPL. We are going to spend the rest of this episode double-clicking into what happened. It's amazing. Five matches, right? Friday, two double-headers. All 10 teams have played. We got our first look at all 10 teams. We got our first look at impact players. And it was very interesting to see some used it well. Some did not use it well at all, including our very own team that you and I both predicted for Final Four. It's the Delhi Capital, who felt felt like they completely wasted the impact player. But... Let's jump in. The way we're going to do this, we're going to try to do this for the rest of the IPL season. We'll just do a quick overview of what happened in the game and kind of just just talking points. Does that work? Yeah, it works for me, man. All right. So uh, the first two matches were, were very close, I'd say. And then we had three kind of one-sided games. So let's be honest. That's how that worked. But kicking us off was Hardik Pandya versus MS Tony. First off, we say this every year. But even at the Narendra, at every ground across the country, even at the Narendra Modi Stadium in Gujarat, in Ahmedabad, the screams for Dhoni when he came out before the toss were, I mean, you must, that must have must have given you a little bit of goosebumps, yeah, right? I mean, it's uh, we don't get to see him for the rest of the year. Uh, for MS Dhoni fans like me, it is 
we look forward to the ipl of course but we also look forward to seeing our legends and heroes and i'd say almost the greatest ipl cricketer ever the greatest legend um four time champion from there there from the inception of of the ipl um man it was it was a goosebumpy moment and there was another one later in the weekend when rishabh pant's jersey was on top of the delhi capitals dugout that that got me a little bit choked up i have to say but this was this was pretty special to watch tala walk out there for the toss so it was so so one was the toss and of course I will talk about the game right a couple of highlights but before I do in the I think it was the last over of the innings he hit one of those one of those sixes over the leg side which if you're what if you're not watching you won't see it but if you're watching us you'll see DJ's face right now that is just pure joy at the thought of Dhoni's six like it was great it great was moment, a six right? followed by a four as well and like and then he swung and he missed one and that's the thing like the Dhoni just did this for fun back in the day right like in his prime he he just used to pull these out and it was a great shot it, it went miles yeah it was uh, it, it rolled back the years for uh, those of us who love ms i'm going to stop talking about ms you soon, can't I promise. but what's going on with his knee what's going on with the knee i know he's had treatments for it before and then he kind of landed on it funny at one point he didn't look 100% any any concerns or fears i mean he's what 41 42 years old <coughs> there will yep. be niggles right mm-hmm. and he it is hard to get not play the rest of the year and then suddenly get fit for for a two month long tournament but he's kept himself in pretty good shape even despite that i think he'll be okay he's a, he's a tough guy and wicket keepers are tough characters and ms is the toughest of the lot he'll be, he'll be fine he, he has a point to prove they finished ninth last year after winning the year before and finishing 10th the year before that so they've had a bit of a yo yo um, ride on in the ipl so i think he'll he'll stick it out as much as he can yeah interesting an interesting uh, choice of words to call it a yo-yo test with uh, Ambati Raidu as one of the the, the first the ever we know his impact history. player substitute was Ambati off yeah so let's talk about the game really quick right chennai super kings made 178 no runs from devon conway not a lot to speak of from uh, ben stokes either raidu came in chivam dube came in jadeja <clears throat> didn't do so well dhoni finished off well but really this was a one man show and of course i'm talking about ruthraj gaikwad he just he's it seems like an ipl beast i mean 92 off 50 the only the only thing that would that fell short unfortunately is that he should have probably made a century there like he just it's he just played unbelievable the ball striking was great i mean nine sixes only four fours but nine sixes uh took took a lot of the bowlers to the cleaners and in response pretty measured chase from the gujarat titans i mean it's not it was not a obviously early stages of the tournament you do back yourself to chase versus bat first um saha looked okay interesting choice was to open with saha saith sudarshan at 3 so you're looking at the the gujarat titans side and saying you know they made some interesting selection choices but then vijay shankar came in at 5 no but that was because of kane williamson's injury that sai came in yeah so, so correct so we'll talk that in a sec vijay shankar came in at 5 and then devatia played kind of a tri- standard devatia knock lots and lots and lots of dot balls but then when it mattered he he pulled it out and with rashid khan they finished it off so Let me ask you about Ruthraj first. Anything anything to say? I mean, from a Gujarat bowling standpoint, Rashid picked up to Joseph picked up to but Gaikard Gaikard is just one for the future, right? Yeah, I mean, he batted beautifully 92 of 50. Um uh, unlucky almost in the old days where he couldn't um, that that would have probably been called a no ball, I felt in the old days. 
uh, where you couldn't DRS those no balls and he did review it and it showed that it was dipping below waist height. So, unlucky to miss out on a ton, but man, he patted on a different track. His driving over cover and extra cover and straight down the ground was something else, actually. He was just standing and putting his hands through the ball. It was beautiful to watch, I have to say. Um one for the future. He's been an IPL Orange Cap winner already. Yeah, it's true. So um, Varun wants him to open for uh, India uh, soon. So um, yeah, he's he's surely done his um, his stats. He's now the Orange Cap holder as well at the moment with ninety two runs. So yeah, he's done his stats so well yeah. good with that. And so only sort of outdone by the other one for the Indian opening future, and that's of course Shubman Gill. I mean, he just this guy has. Just, just had the season of his life, just picks up where he left off, playing test cricket, playing ODI cricket, playing T20 for India, which some of us questioned, and then just guided the side home. I mean, 63 of 36 balls, struck at 175, higher than anybody else in his team who played more than three balls. I mean, just just phenomenal. I mean, this was the Shubman Gill yeah, superb. Show. Just so relaxed, just so classy, just beautiful. It always just, the, the commentator's cliche is that the best players always look like they have extra time with the ball, right? But with Shubman, it just... I don't have a better way to articulate it. It just looks so, so yeah, good Silky, right? I think that's what that's the word that comes to mind. Like silken touch. Beautiful. Great knock. Great 15. Yeah. So let's talk about a couple other things then. Two, three big injuries already so far. We saw earlier today at the time of recording, Reese Topley looks like he's dislocated his shoulder. So all the best to him. He was in kind of for Josh Hazelwood, who the Bangalore team is missing out on and Rajat Patidar also didn't play. But Kane Williamson. I mean, an important addition to the Gujarat side. Obviously, they ended up winning. Good start to their campaign to defend their trophy. But on the boundary, I mean, a great piece of fielding and then just fell funny. And you could hear you could hear the commentators. I don't remember who it was. Simon Duell, maybe. As a Kiwi, you realized Ken Williamson is a, is a tough guy. Like, he doesn't, doesn't stay down unless it's pretty bad. And so as soon as, soon as he stayed down, you know it was bad. So sort of a tough decision. I'm unclear if they would have used... Um, they brought in Sudarshan, I think, as the impact player for Kane. Unclear if he would have been the right choice for it, but in that case, it was more of an injury substitution. And then on the flip side, the Chennai team used uh, took out Amati Raidu, like you said, and brought in Tushar Deshpande. Now, he ended up bowling four overs, almost four overs, like 3.2, giving one for 51, the most expensive bowler by a long distance. So what's the strategy there? Right? I, I was the one on the show. You're an MS fan. I was the one on this show who said, listen, the impact player will need really smart cricketers and I think Dhoni would use it well. But I sat here saying, I'm sorry, you had Moin Ali in the side and you had, oh, and Shivam Dubey, that's who I was thinking of. Sorry, I forgot that. Both guys can bowl and you forced four overs from Tushar Deshpande and he went, uh, so was that the strategy all along, you think, to only play four bowlers and bring in a fifth and only use the five bowlers, not try any of your all-rounders? Well, it's odd that Moin didn't bowl because Moin is is a good bowler and he's he's bowled uh, previously for CSK and he's opened the bowling and he's taken wickets even in the power play. I mean, Tushar Deshpande became the first ever impact sub to come on uh, for Raidu. Of course, I wonder what Raidu thinks about that because uh, the whole 3D chatter happened and Vijay Shankar was, of course, in the Gujarat Titans team. He was in the team. There's too, there's too many inside references in this episode. In the other camp... Um, but he got subbed out for a pure bowler. And I think um, maybe Dhoni, there was something to do with matchups, right hand, 
it may have been a, a matchups thing tushar deshpande obviously didn't do well right like he is an ex delhi capitals player as well um if i remember 2020 used to be in our side um i'm okay with that to be honest that use of the impact i think it was bad use of your your resources but i think the use of the impact player itself wasn't wasn't wrong because you subbed out a pure batter and you brought in a pure bowler at the right time where i have an issue is we'll come to the delhi capitals game because that i found that a very weird way yeah, of using it i agree, um, I agree. but they she should have probably thrown the ball to moin i mean everybody else was going for runs so i'm pretty sure moin wouldn't have gone for more than 13 and over i guess plus he was in my fantasy team so i was disappointed by that yeah well said not a great it has not been a great start for me in fantasy but we'll hit that at the end really quick i mean overall it was it was a good first match went down to the last over good finish by rashid khan and tevatia like i said pretty pretty well expected the usual suspect showed up i think we expect to see jadeja do a little bit more and shout out to rajvardhan angargekar who ended up making three wickets uh, under 19 player for india before obviously in that uh, championship winning side so nice to see him in the ipl setup and picking up uh, a three for right saturday morning or saturday morning for me saturday afternoon the first match uh of the double header was Punjab Kings versus KKR so an interesting second match ended up being ended up coming down to the Duckworth Lures so Punjab Kings ended up batting first and uh KKR I think also won the toss and chose to chose to field yep all teams so far have won the toss chose to field so Punjab bats first interesting choices i uh, uh you know as dj comes back i'll ask him but a couple of really interesting batting performances right you saw everybody in the top 5 get to double digits i'm running down the punjab innings dj well saved but you saw everybody in the top 5 top 6 top 7 actually get to double digits but uh shikhar dhawan kind of played the role we've come to expect from him as the skipper anchored made 40 runs the highlights were really prabhsimran singh who just hit magnificently before he got dismissed uh, by to saudi and banuka rajapaksa i mean 50 lakhs base price basically and batting at 3 made a magnificent 50 uh sam karan came in and gave it some tonks at the end made it to 191 for for 5 thoughts on rajaprab simran singh as you get your catch your breath back yeah it was a, it was a great knock i, I liked prab simran i think we've seen him previously as well um uh, batting up the order i think he's a keeper as well right yes right. he is a wicketkeeper batsman that's right yeah i think you've seen him before he's a, he's a good batsman he took off like an absolute rocket and shekhar who you've tipped for the orange cap but just took tooking happily he was playing the like no, man he hit six balls listen when you got an opener you, you'll see from the other matches of the weekend it, that role can matter early in an ipl he's got prab simran smacking you got rajapaksa smacking you've got uh, sam karan sharuk khan to follow dhawan is playing exactly the, the role strike rate is anyway overrated and it is punjab after all okay. so yeah it was it was a, an interesting approach by shekhar and then rajapaksha he's done this last year as well he comes in and three and just tees off from ball one he hit a great six um i can't remember who it was it off i think it may have been of narayan that that he just extended his arms and it was just a great great shot uh, but yeah fantastic they just kept uh, kept their foot on the on the gas man and as we'll talk about later it mattered in the end it was it was a great Yeah and well bowled to my uh, KKR X factor uh, Shardul who was the second most expensive bowler so he did not do the, have the worst bowling performance so so really well played before i get more hate in the comments from you guys but 191 and an interesting start to the chase Mandeep Singh 
has just not had a good run in the IPL after he started his IPL career pretty well. Just not really delivered. Anukul Roy at three didn't deliver. Rinku Singh got out quickly. I mean, yeah, you know, decent knocks in places. I mean, Gurbaz looked like he was going to be good. Nitish Rana played that Shikhar Dhawan anchor type role. Russell hit a few big shots. Great, great bowling performance from Arshdeep Singh. Three for 19 in his three overs. So, and, and you know, it ended up coming down to rain, which was a little bit of a, a good excuse for uh, the KKR team. I want to ask you really quickly. So, Punjab sw- subbed out Rajapaksa after his batting innings for Rishi Dhawan, who ended up bowling uh, just for one 15 over. or something, right? Yeah. For 15. Uh, and then, but more interestingly, we were all a little shocked that Venkatesh Ayer, who remember was retained over Shubhan Gill by the KKR team. It seems crazy now, but uh, what did not start, did not bowl. Um, but came into bat and actually ended up batting pretty well. He came in, I think, batted at four, uh, made 34 of 28, was looking decent for at point. So so if I'm to rate, I think so far, that's probably the best use of the impact sub. Got a full bowling quota uh, out of Chakravarti, who's not known for his ability to bat, and brought in Venkatesh at four yeah. to bat. Yeah, Any you could have had Jagdishan come in as well. That was the other option for, for KKR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I actually had Venki Ayer in my fantasy cricket team. Then I went out and... and Same. And then I got stressed. Yeah, and then I was like, oh my God. Because is, 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 it, it shows up as red when you're when he's not in the team, right? And then suddenly he was in and we were both like, whew. But uh, you wouldn't have yeah. expected him not to play. Maybe if he'd batted first, he would have been playing. And they lost two early wickets and he stabilized, right? Along with um, the other KKR players. Honestly, losing those two wickets... Just before the rain, I think it was two overs before the rain. They look back at yeah, that. Yeah, that just changes. If if you look, if you know how the Duckworth Lewis math works, it your target gets exponentially higher for every wicket you lose because it factors in wickets remaining. And so they just that was it. Getting out when he did probably yeah, cost and, the and it was him and Russell both because uh, Karan yeah. uh, took a wicket um, and Arshdeep took a wicket and. In the final analysis, this is what it's going to come down to. And it's these kind of fine margins that will matter as you go down these 10 weeks that you'll remember, oh man, they lost by seven runs. But if they had lost one less wicket, maybe they would have been two runs or three runs ahead. And that's another two points to add on to your your tally. So, uh, unlucky. Um, There were some good Russell heroics. That was was pretty nice to see, actually. It was fun to see. It was nice to see it just... That's what I mean when I said the usual suspects kind of showed but up. But Arshdeep was fantastic. So was I think three wickets, right? Just, just Super. Great. Just great. Really early good. wickets. Just brilliant. Right, DJ, we're going to take a really quick break. We're running a little behind schedule. But when we come back, we'll talk about the next game of the Saturday doubleheader and the two games of the Sunday doubleheader of the IPL opening weekend. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. We are talking about the opening weekend of the IPL and we're going to go straight into the third match. It is always difficult. Oh yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube, DJ says like, subscribe. If you're not, if you're listening, check us out on YouTube sometime and like and subscribe. It's always fun. You can leave comments there too. Uh, We'd always love to hear from you, even when some of you hate what we have to say. And, (laughs) And rate and review. And rate and review. Just hit that five star button and then you can say whatever you want in the review. Everyone's an expert on IPL in India. I know. I mean, not so are we. This is what we do. We had to, we just have fun and we love all you guys. We love the engagement from all our listeners. DJ, let's talk about this third game. Third team in a row to win the toss and bowl. Disappointing, obviously, for us as Delhi fans. <clears throat> Couple things I want to highlight. Lucknow ended up making 193. Dropped 
a sitter by Khalil of Kyle Mayers on 14, who ends up going to make 73 of 38. It was just, just unbelievable. Like the easiest catch. And then this guy makes us, makes the Delhi team pay. Nicholas Puran looked good. 193 was, was an excellent, excellent score. And the Delhi team just honestly didn't really show up. And we'll talk a little bit about the uh, impact player. David Warner just like, Batted like he was playing an ODI or a test more than a, a T20. We had a little nice little cameo from Riley Rosso, but really Mark Wood, Pfeiffer, just looked outstanding. I mean, I'm almost excited to see Delhi play Hyderabad when you see Mark Wood, or sorry, Lucknow play Hyderabad when you see Mark Wood against Umran Malik, like just outstanding pace bowling from Wood. But let's start with Kyle Mayers. Shouldn't, likely wasn't even picked in anybody's starting 11th. Uh, he's in for, or probably for this right now, but he's in for Quinton Decock. Quinton Decock is the Lucknow first choice opener. And how Kyle Mayers has given them a selection problem, right? Uh, I don't know. I think QDK will probably walk back in. I think it puts uh, Churan, Puran into a bit of a... I I don't think you're dropping... You're definitely not dropping Mark Wood. Or Churan, because he's keeping. But QDK can keep. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. But I think you're playing him as a lower order batsman. And so, I, you know, and then the question comes in for Stoinis. Stoinis didn't bowl. Right, and if you have an impact player, does Stoinis walk in just as a batter? But good, I mean, good problem to have, but definitely a selection problem to drop a guy who made seventy three off the. He started off slow. I think I I remember him playing a a a really good Test match knock. He's mainly known for. Did he play a really good knock in Bangladesh and score like a a match winning fourth innings hundred? Oh yeah, he did. Of course he did. Yeah, and his I mean his Test average is thirty three, so he's got a pretty Mm. quality Test. uh, test No, but it it was good. KLR. Obviously, did not come off. All our fantasy captain failed. So, everybody failed together, which is fine. A uh, little yeah, hedge there. Yeah. But strike rate was 66. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Strike rate. But he's going to score 100 in the next match. So, please captain him, everyone. Yeah, 100%. He always does it in the second match or third match. Yeah, it was tough. Delhi were poor in the field. We started off really well as Delhi Capitals fans. We were bowling really well. But the first six runs, four of those were unnecessary runs given by misfields. And then you drop that mm-hmm. catch and then it just goes from there, right? You try and strike back, but it doesn't quite happen. And then 22 runs off the last over. You can't have a, a team that's got Sakarya as well as Khalil. It's only one of the two that can play. And that'll be fixed by as, as the South yeah. Africans come yeah. back, like Nokia will. So Nokia there, there'll be out. stuff that gets done. But um, yeah, it was 191, I thought was... A lot of runs to get on that track. It was. It seemed like a lot, but if you wanted a lineup to get those runs, I think I think someone like uh, Harsha Bogle tweeted that right. That uh, you want if you wanted to put together a lineup to chase 190 odd, it probably looked like something like Shaw Warner, yeah. um, Riley Russo, Rovman Powell. Um, I can't yeah. remember who else. Sir, Sir, yeah, Sir, what a yeah. weird way to get. So let me ask you about the impact player because we're talking about it. We're, we probably won't talk about it too much. Yeah, we probably won't talk about it too much going ongoing. Both impact players came in within five balls of each other. Okay, so the end of the 19th over, Lucknow's 171 for five. Khalil has finished his four overs and Aman Khan comes on the field at that point. <laughs> now, interesting, right? Because he's, he's an all-rounder who's predominantly a bowler but can hit big. So... Why why make that choice for that last over unless there was something specific? Like go back, take your innings break, think about it, make the decision, maybe even watch the top order. And if you have a top order collapse, kind of which sort of ended up happening, then you have a, 
Mangal Pandey, Manish Pandey. Manish Pandey. We call him Mangal on our group. You can't call him Manish. We call him, yeah. But then you have, a, you have a Manish Pandey, you have alternatives. And then five balls later, I think the opposite, where Ayush Padoni gets out on 19.5. He immediately gets swapped out. And then for the last ball of the innings, they bring in Krishna Pagotam, who ends up hitting a massive six, which now they won the match by more than six runs. But that's the kind of thing that can make a difference, right? Uh, Gotham ends up bowling for his full quota, four overs for less than a run of ball. And yes, yeah, so, so a nine out of 10 for KL Rahul's impact player and zero out of 10 for David. I won't say zero, but I'd say it was a w- really weird choice to make in the nine. And the only, only possible thing I can think of is that they were so worried about Khalil fielding for one extra over. Mm-hmm. That he may drop a catch or something. After the drop. Interesting, interesting. Okay. I don't know. It's a weird thing to do because why would you say that we will play this guy? Why would you use up your batting option before your batting is started? Yeah. You need to be yeah. more reactive to, no. to... If you're 15 for 3, which is just using that as an example for our favorite uh, scoreline, right? You yeah. don't want to have an Aman Khan. You'd want to probably plug that gap with a proper batter instead of a hitter. This guy's got a... I think it's got a... Strike rate of 166 in domestic T20 cricket, right? So he's a hitter. Yeah, I think that's it. If we were 125 for four with 70 runs needed of 35 balls, he's the guy you want in. But when we're 40 for three, you want a Manish Pandey or somebody to come in and help you anchor. And there was just for that, I think your fielding insight might be correct, which is also horrifying for six balls. It's so poor. I think, I mean, for someone like Ponting to be so tactically poor, you're just like... I mean, there was a, there's a lot of theories about Ponting as captain, by the way, saying he was just given a team that was an, full of all-time greats. He barely had to captain them. So, I don't know. It was weird. It was interesting. I mean, if we're missing something on the potential why, let us know. We'd love to hear tweets or comments on YouTube because I'm I'm really curious. It makes no sense to me that you wouldn't have been able to power through with Khalil for the six balls and make your decision on which extra batter based on the, the innings. Right. Unless, of course, they were going to give yeah. them all to Aman, which, which they you didn't could. either. You could bring so like a Malinga yeah. in, in the last two overs or something. I don't know. I don't know. Or a Russell in. Russell was the example, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, Gujarat chose to chase and won. Then, KKR chose to chase and lost. Delhi chose to chase and lost. And then, Rajasthan played Hyderabad. And, of course, this is the game <laughs> Varun should be here for. Um, Hyderabad chose to chase. Came up short by a Big, big margin, of course, and are now bottom of the table because of net run rate. But let's talk about the Rajasthan Royals uh, top order. I mean, just just looks outstanding. Jaswal, Butler, Samson. I mean, almost you almost think Padikal and Riyan Parag at 4-5 is a little weird because of that explosive top three. I mean, it's a... Yeah, it's probably a good top three for 15. Good, good for number four for 15 for three, but not as good for this match situation uh, where they ended up being 151 for three. But... Yeah, doctor. like Jaswal makes a 50 of 37 balls. Samson makes a 50 of 32, 55 of 32 balls. And Butler's like, I want to do you guys better. He makes a 54 in just 22 balls. I mean, he, it, it, just outstanding. This top three looks unstoppable, right? It, it actually started off with Jaswal being the aggressor, which is which is funny because like you think of Josh Butler and then there was a spell where Butler just hit everything for four and six and it was clean, Clean, very good, very, very fast hands. Um, lots of drives through the off, offside. A uh, few flick shots for six. It was weird to me they didn't bring Umran Malik in within the power play. It seemed odd to me that they wouldn't do that. 
um and they persisted with i think it's farooqi and uh, nattu and they just kept going for runs and like you've got a weapon like uh, umran malik in which is pure pace right like, why would you not if you if you're going at they were going at 15 runs and over at one point in the power play yeah yeah right and i was just like wow yeah couldn't agree more so it was a magnificent knock by by butler and yeah sanju backed that up and and yashasvi as well so great great knocks couple nice hits from hetmy in the end to get them to mm. over that 200 mark which we know is always a psychological uh disadvantage i mean everybody except natrajan natrajan picked up two for and was economical everybody else went for for over mm. 10 runs and over like it was just shoddy kind and, of and and they also fell a little bit short i think of where they could have ended up they were 85 for 1 i think by the end of the mm-hmm. power play they were 85 for 1 and 5.5 and i mean butler got out in in the 6th yes. over right they made a crazy fast 50 and, and so they ha- haven't got that many runs in the, in the last well that's what i mean i think they made 33 runs in the last four overs or something thanks to a couple hits from hetmyer but mm-hmm. not enough and uh that's where you think is particular for oh, and particular got beaten by pace properly and we should talk a little bit about particle being beaten by pace umran and mark wood beating prithvi show quite badly for pace and again yeah. beating yeah. I mean, mitchell marsh be- beat all of delhi for kids yeah. for pace all I, i was trying to skip over the delhi shortcoming because i didn't have the heart to talk about it full credit to mark for the five for but yeah i mean that umran ball malik ball if you haven't seen it just watch it you know what happened there he got the wicket he started almost celebrating and then kind of checked himself and stopped if you haven't seen that clip i would watch it's all over this all over the socials and i couldn't tell whether it's he stopped because you know there are bowlers who have injured themselves while celebrating we know from hasan ali border sometime <laughs> <laughs> yeah like and and Umran has a pretty big celebration so i don't know if he got feedback saying listen don't celebrate too big because you could hurt yourself in the celebration or there's something about the they have that particular relationship friendship or something he got uh he got him bold like an outstanding delivery and then started celebrating and just stopped and just kind of like smiled and like i don't know what that was yeah was I, I, you're right actually i didn't pick that up but that was that was good yeah, yeah. respect so 203 hyderabad apparently Apparently, one of the best teams <laughs> to win the tournament. And you're going to you're going to join just... the public apology bandwagon. I'm staying out of this. Yeah. Okay. We saw Arshdeep the lefty bowl well. We saw decent success early for the two lefties from Delhi, and then of course this lefty from New Zealand who's done this a million times, Trent Bolt comes in zero for one, and a horrible review. Did you see that Tripathi? He's middled yeah. it off the middle of his bat to first slip. Hold a takes a peach of a catch tripathi yeah, reviews it i couldn't believe that that was reviewed yeah and then like my uncle looked okay but again run a ball type of innings harry brook looked extremely scratchy and i called him as my x factor and i hope he shows up um i don't know whether it's for like if he's played in india before uh or yeah so first seven india for seven ipl the the price tag all that could have weighed in pretty good use of the the impact player to bring in abdul samad made 32 odd runs umran actually hit a couple of nice sixes at the end but full full credit to the bowling team i mean trent bolt with those amazing two wickets backed up by yuzvendra chahal who picked up a four for uh, i mean many of us have called chahal <clears throat> as our purple cap uh, pick i mean i had shami i think dj called chahal as his purple cap pick purple cap pick so four for 17 really really nice uh, really nice spell from him So Hyderabad fell a little short. 
All right, let's see if we can get DJ back here as I want to try to talk about that fifth and final match of the opening weekend, which was the second match of the doubleheader. Uh, the last two teams to play. The former Indian captain against the current Indian captain, uh, who's obviously not captaining, former captain is not captaining his side, but you know who I'm talking about. It's the Rohit versus Kohli show. Yet again, team chose to win the toss, chose to bowl, always wanting to back their chances to chase. Mumbai Indians started their innings. What happened to Rohit Sharma? I was watching. I captained him in my fantasy team. I've called him out as the X Factor. So again, I hope I hope I'm wrong here. Or I hope I proved to be right. I hope this was a weird one-off. But one of 10 balls, including a drop catch that could have been catastrophic as DK and Siraj ran into each other. Fortunately, none of them was too badly injured. But which is, I mean, absolutely horrendous, right? Like I look at the whole Mumbai side and 84 from Tilak Barma, who just seems to have a knack for IPL. It was so great to watch a bat and coach the youngsters and but 84 i mean 171 runs at the chinnaswami with this kind of a batting lineup green single digits tim david single digits rithik shakin single digits sky didn't look good for his run of ball 15 yes talk to me especially about rohit what happened yeah it was never going to be enough right i i don't know i mean it's um he looked slightly out of sorts he looked like he didn't quite know where he was going to get his runs, to be honest. And his pull shot didn't come off. That's surprising because he's a magnificent player of that pull yeah. shot and he was beaten for pace by someone like Sirat. So there was a little bit in the in the, in the the pitch, I think, for uh, the bowlers. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, one of ten. It's unusual. Just, Maybe just rusty. Yeah. Maybe just rusty. Let's hope so. Let's hope that's what it is. He's playing Jofra in the net, so... Yeah. couple of wickets to the multiple-time IPL champion, Karan Sharma. It's amazing to see him still out there. How... I, I have no idea. I haven't looked. But let's guess. How old do you think Karan Sharma is? I don't know. This is a controversial topic because that Piyush Chavla photo is doing, doing the rounds with him and... <laughs> Piyush Chavla, and younger Kohli. than Virat. Yeah, him and Kohli side-by-side and Piyush is younger than Virat. It's slightly controversial. But Karan Sharma, I was thinking, man, he's been around a long time. It was 2014 that he played that test match in Adelaide where Virat first captained Jeez. Yeah, yeah. A, a test. He scored those 200s and Karan Sharma actually played that test match as our leg spinner. So today I was yeah. watching this and I was going, oh my God, this guy's been around for a really, really long time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he bowled well. He uh, made a good comeback. He's been a passenger on a number of trophy rides. Um, RCB will be hoping that he's uh, an active participant in this one for them, right? What a start by RCB, man. Good intent. Yeah, just an outstanding, outstanding start. I mean, Faf Duplessis seems like he's aging in reverse and just seems like he gets better and better. And I mean, 73 of 43 for Faf. Not to be outdone. 82 of 49 for Virat, undefeated in a chase. I mean, how great was that to watch our boy? Five sixes, six fours. It was just, it was magnificent. I mean, almost a little disappointing. They didn't take it home and finish it by 10 wickets, but they basically, they all but did, right? Then H got out quickly, but just magnificent, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, Mumbai's woes continue, man. Tilak Varma was great. Um, a nice shot from Nehal Wadera. I like those. The two sixes yeah. went for the third, so clearly he isn't holding back. Um, but Ishan Kishan failed as well. So problems, mm-hmm. problems for Mumbai man. Eight wicket Mumbai lost. never seems to start strong, so I'm sure they'll be looking at it and saying, "Hey, we we we're used to starting weak and then finishing stronger." But obviously, eight wicket loss 
not enough runs on the board nobody really showed up they, the ball they got I 10 mean, on 10 last round so let's see how they yeah, yeah. 10 on 10 yeah 10 is good right higher numbers are better <laughs> i mean i think the only last thing i'll say is there seems to be a, a you know you look at two sides who are missing their south african player and you look at gujarat with david miller and lucknow with quinton de kock and both didn't seem to miss them right as gujarat showed up and uh kyle mayer stepped in for quinton de kock and then you look at Hyderabad missing their skipper. Uh, you know, I, I I joke. I'm being tongue in cheek for anybody who's listening. I'm obviously joking about Hyderabad. It's just funny to see five teams were going to win this weekend, five were going to lose. It's just how the IPL goes. I think Hyderabad is still an outstanding team on paper. And when Adrian Aiden Markham shows up, who just made 175 by the way against the Netherlands team in an ODI, uh, he'll show up. He'll add leadership and he'll add batting. Uh, and then for a team like the Delhi Capitals, Andrik Nokia will show up and add uh, leadership with the ball and add some firepower. I think it's going to be a very interesting change once the, the South Africans show up, right? Yeah, it's interesting how the South Africans have become such a big part of this. It used to be the West Indians that used to dominate mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. for many, many years. But uh, yeah, you're seeing the first hints of, of a shift of power. Then maybe it has to do with more of the domestic structures falling away. I don't know. And the C- and the SAT20 being yeah. owned by IPL yeah. franchise owners and stuff, all that probably weighs in. Yeah, no, but it'll be it'll be super interesting when the when I think it's going to be this week, right? Because they finish their games mm-hmm. back home, and so they'll all be. I think they're done. Yeah, so they should be coming back anytime soon, right? DJ, it's very early, but the Edges and Sledges fan league is running. We have eighty five of you playing. There's still plenty of time to join. We'll try to post the link in the show notes here. Uh, or follow us on Twitter or Discord. We had a couple uh, early leaders, but this tends to happen. We have a team called Wicked Sensation, who's in the lead by a massive amount, but they've already used 18 subs, which is quite a lot at this point. We have two Katen or Do Kadas, depending on how you want to read it, in second place. Is that Bhavish? I'm unclear. I can't tell who that is. Uh, and then they don't show you the owner's name. They just show you the team name. Okay. So people who've come up with names. And third place is Master 11. Also pretty close. Used less subs. I'm kind of wallowing down in number 36 out of 85. Middle of the table. Mm. Good mid-table side. DJ, you're in number 22. You're a little bit ahead of me. And I don't know where Varun is. I think he's a little bit ahead of uh, ahead of you. So Varun's gone ahead? Is he not? Maybe he's not. I... Oh, no, he's a little bit behind you. I'm sorry. He's down all the way down in uh, 11. He struggled. No, looking at a different league, struggling here. Varun is behind me. That's why. That's what I'm saying. There we go. He's He's saving his subs for the end. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He's he's holding on. But yeah, DJ, overall final assessment. We went a little over what we wanted to run, but final assessment on opening weekend in IPL. Kind of a little bit of what we expected, a little bit of fun newness with the impact player. We had a DLS match. Yeah, a few things. I would like to see more close games. Um, I wasn't terribly happy by the one-sided nature of some of those games. I mean, the Delhi game wasn't wasn't great. I think it's fair to say we had two close games to start and then three very one-sided ones. Yeah. So we're kind of balanced. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. possibly. But I, I want to see a, a close IPL. A 10-team IPL should be close. It shouldn't be yeah. like one team thrashing another team. There's no fun in that. And um, You don't want the top half of the table to break away too quickly from the bottom half because then it becomes you want those you want like maybe one or two teams breaking away and lots of teams in the middle fighting till the last game to get into that playoff so but yeah please please for a lot of the players that have done well uh, but it's a long way to go man it's 74 games this IPL yeah it's a long long way to go for and long a lot of time for us to be wrong so 
keep oh, keep writing. We will it. be we will be <laughs> right about a few things. We will be wrong about most things, but we enjoy putting this out every week. We're at one tip one hand on all the socials. If you want to get in touch with us, YouTube, we check out all the comments as you've seen. Yeah, to send in your messages. We'd love to, like I said, join join our fantasy league. It's great to play with you, uh, and we like to we just like to have a little bit of fun. So this has been the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. As you could, if you can't tell from our voices, this is our favorite time of the year. The IPL is back, alive and kicking. We'll be back next week and probably have another, call it nine or ten matches to run through. So we'll try to do it quickly and efficiently. Until then, this has been the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. We will see you next week.